You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rams Nation, how's it going? As always, it is your boy, your host, Sosa Cremendez. I'm a fantasy analyst at PFF and your host here at the Locked On Rams podcast, your number one daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Rams and part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Before we dive into this episode, wanted to say thank you for always making us your first daily listen and that this episode of Locked On Rams is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center, so a big thank you to our friends over at McDonald's for always being there. Now, we have a lot of news to discuss on this episode here of Locked On Rams, and some of it is actually terribly unfortunate. It seems like, you know, when it rains, it pours. When something good happens, something bad has to happen. So the day the Los Angeles Rams had Odell Beckham come to their training facility, officially sign his deal, take his physical, they lose wide receiver Robert Woods to a season-ending torn ACL injury. So we're going to dive into what this means for Woods what this means for the Rams offense, what this means for OBJ, how they're going to go about replacing a loss like Woods, who's going to be a huge loss for this team, and ultimately where this leaves this team moving forward, especially going into Monday night football. So to begin, obviously, Robert Woods, a tremendous player. I mean, this guy does a lot of things for the Rams. So unfortunately for him and for the Rams, this is going to be a big loss, whether or not, you know, Odell Beckham joined this team, or even if he decided to go to Green Bay, this was going to be a loss that I think is going to be felt in a multitude of ways, right? This guy is a good route runner, very good route runner, great hands, and he's very dependable. I think when you talk about the receiving aspect of his game, he's one of the more dependable players in the NFL. You know exactly where he's going to be on his routes. You know he's going to bring the ball in when he gets an opportunity, and he's good at creating yardage after the catch, and very, very dependable in terms of his hands, third and seven, places like that. So, First things first, I think they should be okay in terms of the receiving department. You do sign Odell Beckham Jr. that very same day, and this guy's a good to great NFL player. I think he still has that elite caliber talent in him too. So in terms of the receiving ability, I think they should be okay. But when it comes to the other aspects, that's where you're going to really feel this loss, I think. When you look at PFF, a place that I work, Robert Woods is the number one graded wide receiver there in run blocking across the entire NFL. There's not a single guy that has a higher run blocking grade. So we know the Rams like to run the football every now and again. I mean, they're going to do it 20, 25 times a game, but not just that. They don't really utilize two tight ends anymore. This team ran 11 personnel every single snap last week. That means one tight end, one running back, and three wide receivers. They did that every single snap. There's not a team in the NFL right now that runs more 11 personnel than the Rams. And with that being said, they have to utilize and find creative ways to run block because they're not going to have two tight ends out there like some of these other teams or six linemen. Some teams like to do that as well. The Rams just don't. I mean, they're going to have three wide receivers out there. And that's why Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are so important to this offense because these guys get motioned into the backfield like fullbacks. They get motioned next to a tackle like a tight end. They have to literally do everything for this offense. It goes much deeper than just running routes and catching footballs like most receivers. So I don't know how they're going to find that replacement. I'm not even sure that there is a guy like that on the roster. I think you can find maybe a little bit of a duo in terms of, yeah, Odell Beckham can probably give you all that receiving aspect that you're going to lose from Woods. Maybe even a little bit more. We'll see. And then a guy like Ben Skoranek can give you that blocking capability because he's a good blocker and a big, strong guy. But you don't have that same guy on the field at the same time. That's really where the advantages start to come for the Rams, right? Is because they can 
keep the same guys on the field without subbing, go fast pace, go without a huddle or a sugar huddle or a muddle huddle like they call it, and really just keep the same guys out there. And that means that the defense can't really switch their personnel. And so they get caught in mismatches. That's a lot of what the Rams like to do. They keep these same guys on the field so they can utilize different plays out of similar packages, but with the same guys. That's what makes this offense go is just being very multiple and confusing in a sense because they don't take guys off the field really. So now I'm not really sure how they're going to go about it. It sounds like per Jay Glazer, Ben Skronik is going to start for the Rams on Monday night football. He's going to be the guy that's going to now play in that three wide receiver set alongside Cooper Cup and Van Jefferson, of course. Uh, but Odell will have a package of plays as well. I've heard it from Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter. He's going to play. He's going to have a package of plays. They're going to try and get him the ball a handful of times. And they actually might also use him on punt returns, which is a pretty good way to get an explosive player like that the football in his hands. So I can't really disagree there, but it is a little bit scary now, right? They don't have that same depth that they had at wide receiver a week ago or two weeks ago or even three weeks ago. And now you don't really want to put Odell back there, I think, because he's going to take all these unnecessary hits and punishment. And I know that a lot of fans are going to be holding their breath because the Rams are one injury away at receiver from really being in trouble. I mean, had they not gotten Odell and Woods still tore his ACL, they really would have had a big issue on their hands. But luckily for the Rams, they still have three very good receivers. And Woods, I mean, this happened in practice on Friday. Apparently, according to Peter Schrager of GMFB, he was running a simple jet sweep, it sounded like, and he just felt something go wrong in his knee, actually finished the practice, did his media stuff, his press conferences, all that, and then finally went to go get an MRI. And that did confirm that he had a torn ACL. So, it's terrible news for a guy who's an L.A. native, a tremendous football player, and even better human being. Robert Woods might be the best guy on this football team. There is no more team-oriented player than this guy. He's willing to do whatever he's asked. He can block. He can run. He can catch. He can run routes. He can do everything. This guy is so selfless. And you even see earlier this season, Cooper Cup's getting all the footballs, all the glory. Woods doesn't open his mouth. I mean, this guy doesn't make a scene anywhere he is the complete opposite of what most football players or what most receivers are these days. They call them divas and prima donnas. This guy is the complete opposite. He is willing to do whatever it takes for his team to win. And that's why it sucks so bad to see this because nobody deserved it more than him. This is a guy that, like I mentioned, is an LA native. He joined the Rams in 2017 as a free agent. And a lot of people, including myself, scoffed at that deal. I mean, we were confused why the Rams were paying so much money for a guy who's never had more than 750 receiving yards at the time. And since joining the team, he has been one of the best free agent additions in franchise history alongside Andrew Whitworth, who they also signed in that same offseason. So a big loss for the Rams. They're going to have to find a couple of guys, I feel like, to try and make up for this loss. But at the end of the day, you still feel bad for the human being, regardless of whether or not the Rams should be okay. I think they will be okay as we move forward, especially when Stafford and OBJ can start to build this connection and gain chemistry together. But in general, you just feel terrible for Woods, the guy. He's still going to be around. Hopefully, he can still coach up some of the guys, still keep that captain energy. This is a guy that was named a captain for this team, but unfortunately, he's not going to be on this field. But in just a second here, I'm joined by my guy, Jeff Floyd, the host of the Locked on Browns podcast. And we're going to dissect really what Odell Beckham Jr. brings to this team for the Rams here. Can he get back to his old self? Nobody knows this guy better than Jeff. He's been watching and keeping a close eye on OBJ for the last three seasons. Before we get there, though, you guys make sure you can always come connect with us on Twitter at QB's MEP, at Lockdown Rams, and on YouTube at Lockdown Rams. 
And it's NFL Sunday here. I'm about to start watching football. And there is just one device here that I want to tell you about that has a simple way of getting all the entertainment that you love together without the hassle and a great way to finally get your entire TV together. It is called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch all your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no more having 10 or 15 different devices. And the best part here is there is no annual contract, so you can get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That is directtv.com. And now we can dive into this interview portion here with my guy, Jeff Lloyd. And now we can continue on with the wide receiver talk here. Uh, as I mentioned in the first segment of this episode, unfortunate news for the Los Angeles Rams. They lose wide receiver Robert Woods to a season-ending ACL injury. So, I mean, it's pretty perfect uh, timing here for the Rams to pick up Odell Beckham Jr. And there's no one that I could think of that was better to break down this acquisition here. Coming a little bit late, but we're still getting it done. I'm joined by my man, Jeff Lloyd host of the Locked on Browns podcast. And Jeff, I appreciate you. First of all, thank you so much for joining me here. We're recording on Saturday night. I'm sure you're probably busy. You got something better to do than this. But uh, this was a weird kind of split up between Odell and the Browns. It's kind of been a weird relationship for the last three years. So when you look at Odell just in general and how they kind of split up here, do you think that there's anyone at fault or is it just kind of, uh, you know, we tried this situation and it just really didn't work out? Well, the thing is, you go back to basically his three years here. 2019 was his most successful season here. The Browns weren't successful that year. They were featuring Jarvis Landry. They were featuring Odell Beckham Jr. Um, And Baker, where he was so good in 2018 was he was using the entire roster. You know, Darren Fells, uh, Brashard Perriman, Rashard Higgins. These aren't big names in the NFL, but the Browns had a lot of success. They went 7-8-1 that season. So everybody just assumed, oh, well, you bring in Odell Beckham Jr. now. But it was... And where Baker, I kind of say a lot of the times when he's best successful, he's like a painter. He uses his palette and he uses all the colors. He likes his tight ends. He likes to get the running backs involved in the passing game. He'll use all the wide receivers. And it was a really, really difficult spot. So when they featured Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry in 2019, they weren't very successful. 2020, um, you know, Baker went down. I mean, I'm sorry, Odell went down against the Cincinnati Bengals. Up until that point, they hadn't been playing that well. All of a sudden, this team hit its stride. They were basically running plays, you know, looking for open men, and they were calling plays for everybody. And Baker Mayfield in the pocket, in phase, gets to a step, finds the guy, gets rid of the ball. You know, off script is, you know, where Baker is not at his best. And sometimes off script was maybe where Odell could make some things happen. They never had the relationship work that way. Um, you know, so as it went on, it became more frustrating. Even Odell's best game as, you know, Cleveland Brown was against the Dallas Cowboys in 2020. He caught a 47-yard touchdown pass from Jarvis Landry. He caught a five-yard slant from Baker Mayfield, and he had that long reverse to ice the game. So even though he had an Odell Beckham Jr. impact on that game, it wasn't through the relationship between he and Baker Mayfield. It just was a thing that never worked. And for me, the entire time, it was like, look, it's nobody's fault. It's just not working. This is the point we're at. And then, you know, the, you know basically it got flamed. And I think the thing where it really went bad, and it wasn't so much that his dad – you know, re-release that video that somebody had made of them not finding each other. Oh, Odell was open. He didn't throw it to him. It was that you were doing it. It was dirty pull because everyone knows Baker Mayfield's injured. So it was like, you know, you're you, now you're saying, you know, you obviously they wanted the split. There's no doubt about that. But it was kind of like, oh, well, he's missing all this. He's not. There. And it was like, well, come on, man. The guy's out there. He's playing alarm. I mean, what more can you ask? If it's not working for your son, it seems to be working for other people. So let's let it go. But, you know, Odell obviously wanted out. Browns were in a position where they, you know, 
had no choice. And the thing is, I picked out, I, I reached out to as high up as I could. And I was like, was this, if this didn't happen, was this a possibility? And everybody thought the Browns were going to go on this season status quo. And, you know, if it didn't work, it didn't work. But I mean, you know, there would have been major decisions made based off of this season when there was a problem they knew existed and it just wouldn't get right. Yeah, that's uh, it's unfortunate because at the time, you know, when the Cleveland Browns made that trade, we even hear now that some rumors coming out. The Rams tried to trade back for Odell in 2018 when, you know, they got Brandon Cooks eventually. They've been high on this guy for many, many years. And that kind of brings me back to this topic. You're a New York guy. You know as well as anybody, how good this guy has been in the past. And it's been a long time. Let's just admit it, right? It hasn't been in the last three, four years since we've seen that, you know, number one receiver in football, not just for a team. So when you think of this Odell and, you know, this might be hard to answer because we just really don't know what the case is. And he's had some season ending injuries and little nicks and knacks here and there, which maybe sap some explosion and things like that. But you think back to those early years of Odell in New York, 2014 through 2017, and then the last three years. Now, you see Odell, do you think that there's any case that he could potentially get back to maybe something closer into that elite top five type range? Or do you think that maybe, you know, the barometer is somewhere in the middle of what we're seeing now versus what we saw before? I think one of the things, and you do have to ask yourself, and I don't think anybody's really being realistic about this. He suffered a season ending broken ankle injury. He's obviously had an ACL injury. There were, you know, numerous, you know, uh, leg injuries, pulls. Remember, he didn't start until the fifth game of his NFL career. He missed the first month due to a leg injury there. Um, battled the hernia in 2019, played through it. So it's not like he's not been through it injury wise. And it's funny because if this was a receiver that people had maybe doubts about, these were things that'd be said, but it's not truly been said. You look at the yeah. tape, looks like he's getting open without an issue. Uh, does Odell sometimes run a pattern the way Odell wants to run it, as opposed to the way you can tell Rashard Higgins, Donovan Peoples-Jones, players that ilk, no, you run it the way I tell you to run it, or we'll put somebody else out there to run it. You can't necessarily do that with a player of the stature of Odell Beckham Jr. But now you look at it going to the Rams. He's... Are we sure he's the best? He went from a team where we knew he was the best receiver, but it wasn't working. Now he's on a team, and and I'm not knocking him here, but Cooper Cup is that good. Robert Woods was that good. So now you put him into this situation, and look, everybody knows Odell's affinity for L.A., and somewhere probably he always kind of maybe wanted to end up, and ironic enough, um, LeBron James basically took that situation and made it 10 times worse. But now here he is in L.A. where he wants to be. But you know, are you going to stop featuring Cooper Cup, who's on record-breaking numbers? Um, that doesn't seem like what's best for the Rams. Um, they did, and it's weird that they made this move and then this happened to Robert Woods because, wow. I mean, imagine if they were flirting with making this move and said, you know what, we like what's going on here. Let's not do it. He signed with somebody else. And then what happened to Robert Woods? So now you need him, obviously. And we'll see. I mean, it looks like he's still getting open. He's still got separation. But it does come down to one thing is Odell's such a volume guy and, you know, and his inner fire drives him. So if it's a play where he makes a play and he gets hit and didn't like the hit, all right, throw me again. Because now like he, it was almost like it was personal and he loved, you know, to be like this superstar who gets the ball the entire fourth quarter. I don't know if this is ever going to be the way. It's just not the way the game is essentially played anymore. And again, him grading all those great numbers. Nobody won anything in New York. Nobody won anything in Cleveland. He obviously turned into a burgeoning superstar. The talent may be there, but wherever he goes, there's going to be other people who are capable of doing things. And he's not going to get 15 targets anymore. It's just yeah. not going to happen anywhere. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that 
sort of works in favor of the Rams here is, you know, Odell, we know Odell, he's the superstar. He loves this, the, the bright lights, you know, he loves LA. This is a celebrity as much as he is a football player. Maybe he's a bigger celebrity at this point than he is even. A football I would probably player, say but, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, that's lucky for the Rams here. I think is the situation works in the sense that this guy's only signed through the next nine games, right? And he's going to want to set himself up best possible to go get another big contract in March and, you know, there's only one way to do that is either to perform on the field, but also keep yourself off of, you know, trouble, even inside the locker room and all that kind of stuff. So I think he should be probably, you know, on his best behavior here, uh, so to speak. But there's one last question. And the Rams have a very different scheme from Cleveland and really from any team in, in general in the NFL. You look at the Rams, they run a lot of motion, a lot of, you know, wide receivers lining up in tight or in condensed splits and formations, kinds of weird things there where they're going to use these guys like tight ends and fullbacks. And, you know, in the screen game, they really have big plans for the receivers. And the Rams lose maybe the biggest move player in the NFL right now in Robert Woods, who's so important, not just as a receiver. We know he's got great hands. He can run routes, but maybe the best blocking receiver in football right now and a guy that can really allow you to get in a lot of different formations. So now when you look at Odell, I haven't gotten a chance to watch it. What is his blocking like? What is his versatility like? And do you think that he can do more than just line up outside the numbers and just run routes? I've always thought that Odell Beckham Jr., if he wanted to be and a team wanted him to be, I mean, look, if you're beating people that badly, you know, think about it now translating to going to where you're, you know, in the slot. And this is being quicker with people with a lot of junk going around, a lot of moving parts. I mean, when you're on an island, yeah, you beat the guy, but now it's, you know, it's setting things up. Oh, well, if I take this step, he's actually going to run into this guy, you know, the pick, not pick play. Or he's actually going to tiptoe into his own defender. You know, his short area quickness is fantastic. It's always been one of his best, you know, features. But when you kill it on the outside like he traditionally has done, why would you put him on the inside necessarily? It's not the best thing for you for the team. So certainly he's capable of that. Um, first game back this year, he did have a reverse. Um, there's been times, obviously, where he's excelled throwing the ball, running the ball, you know, in his time in the league. So I'm sure that, you know, is something that probably appeals to him. The Browns had this thing going on early in 2020, and there were certain receivers who didn't get the opportunity to play. One was Donovan Peoples-Jones. One was Rashard Higgins. And part of it was is we are a really good running football team. I have an outstanding offensive line and outstanding running backs. So when he gets 15 yards past the line of scrimmage, if he gets tackled because a wide receiver just couldn't execute a, a simple stock block, guess what? Then you don't play. We had It was this theory of you're not getting the rock if you can't block. Rashard Higgins clinched a game against the Colts because he picked up into it. Donovan Peoples-Jones' first reps against the Cowboys, he stoned somebody. Odell, it was the Charger game this year. Probably a little frustrated, but not getting the ball. But about eight yards, nine yards, absolutely lambasted to safety and dropped him on his can. So the willing and the want to is there. Look, he's in a situation he wants to be in. Now the situation got even more advantageous for him where he's not just going to be a piece. He's probably going to have to be more of a factor. You have a coach like Sean McVay that can basically take any talent and say, I'm going to scheme you open for four or five shots. We've seen it with tight ends. We've seen it with running backs. We've certainly seen it with wide receivers. Cooper Cup is an absolute star there. I think it should work over nine games. And I don't think this Ram team is certainly going to become any less than they were because the Von Miller addition, which probably will pay a lot more dividends than maybe Odell will, because it just takes a defense that's top shelf to even a you know, higher level. But I think it's a really good situation. And I think McVay will work with him because that's the way kind of Sean McVay is. Kevin Stefanski's not. Like, look, my, my best player is probably my running back. So I can't worry about whether or not the quarterback and the wide receiver get along. The Rams lost Cam Akers. They're doing the best they can running the ball. But the best thing for them is throwing the pill all over. So I think it should be a 
pretty good situation for both. Odell, I don't know if it's going to be long-term. Rams have a lot of cap issues. Um, but this may be something that says, hey, maybe we can get to that Super Bowl again. If we win it, we win it. I think it'll put some distance between them and probably, most likely the rest of the NFC West so they can start talking maybe a buy, this, that, and the other thing. It was a great situation. We actually called it when he was first released. Where was the bet? And we knew how much he loved L.A. And this was before the Robert Woods injury. So, I mean, basically it was an insurance policy. You know, you were trying to you know, triple up on your passing game. But, look, you lose Robert Woods and you can say, well, well, we can put in Odell Beckham Jr. Pretty nice situation to be in. Yeah, I mean, at this point in time, you're not going to get another Robert Woods. I don't know that there is another Robert Woods in the NFL, and not necessarily because he's the best receiver, but he's one of the most complete players in football. This guy will do anything, high-character guy. We know these things. But like you mentioned, there's maybe no better replacement that you could possibly get at this point in the season. This guy is a good player right now and has the potential, I think, to go back to something closer to what he was earlier where he could be a really great player. But my man, Jeff, thank you so much for joining me. You guys can go follow him on Twitter at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. And of course, you can go listen to his work at Locked on Browns, wherever you guys get your podcasts. Shout out to my man, Jeff, for joining me there. He had a great breakdown. I think it's going to go well for the Rams here in OBJ. Hopefully everything works out. But before we get into what this means for the rest of this Rams receiver core, where does Van Jefferson slot in? Where does Ben Skoranek slot in? How are the Rams going to go about all of this rotation here on Monday Night Football? You guys make sure to tune back in for tomorrow's episode when we recap this game. Hopefully we have a victory Tuesday. It's kind of weird to say. I'm used to saying victory Monday. But hopefully the Rams give us a victory Tuesday to cover and we can get back on track heading into this bye week at eight and two. That would be excellent news for the Los Angeles Rams. As always, thank you guys so much for making us your first daily listen. Now, if you haven't heard about the Bilt Bar, I'm telling you, you're missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste or feel like one. The texture is unlike any other protein bar that I've ever tried. It actually feels exactly like you're eating a candy bar. And not only that, but I mean, a lot of these other protein bars, they're waxy, they're chalky. They're just hard to take down. A Built Bar is nothing like that. It is soft. It is covered in 100% real chocolate. And when you bite into it, you know that you're eating something a little bit different. It's more of an experience than anything else, to be quite honest with you. And not just that, but the Built Bars, they're low in carbs, low in calories, low in fat, low in sugar, and they're high in protein. So you can get all the healthy benefits on top of just being purely delicious. And they have so many different flavors. Actually, this month, Built is coming out with new limited time flavors every three to four days. So make sure to go check their website off and you do not want to miss some of these cool flavors that they have coming out. All you have to do, just go to built.com and use their promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. And you guys know we do like to bet around here at this podcast. Coming up here, it's NFL Sunday. I'm recording this prior to the games kicking off. I got a couple of parlays going. Hopefully we can hit a little bit and fatten up those pockets a little bit so if you guys want to get in on some of that action you can go take your eyes over to bet online which is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season get all the latest updated odds props and contests including the half million dollar nfl mega contest and the two hundred thousand dollar survivor contest all you have to do just go head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football to basketball, boxing, horse racing, everything in between, including your favorite Vegas games. Don't wait. Make sure to take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online where the game begins. And make sure to go check out Locked on Bets, your number one daily stop for all your gambling needs. These guys are going to take care of you. Make sure you make the best bets possible. Make your money stretch. Locked on Bets, that is hosted by your boy Q and expert analysis and insight 
from Lee Sterling. And thank you guys for always making us your first daily listen here at Locked On Rams. Now we're going to continue along with this episode. This takes us into the final aspect here. What does this mean for the Rams receiver room? You're down Robert Woods now. We know that Tutu Atwell suffered a season-ending injury. Deshaun Jackson wanted his way out of town, so now he's with the Las Vegas Raiders. And the Rams lose Jacob Harris, who they considered a wide receiver as well. So you're talking about losing two or three receivers in a span of like two weeks, four receivers even, three of which are now on season-ending injury or injured reserve lists one of which wanted out of town. So this receiver room is really entirely remade for the most part. Yes, Cooper Cup remains. He's going to be that guy, the number one guy, the number one option, no doubt about that. After him, though, now Van Jefferson slots into this receiver two spot after being a receiver four like 48 hours ago. This is weird to say because 24 hours ago, 48 hours ago, a couple days ago, this guy was now suddenly not hardly going to play. I mean, he was maybe going to get 30, 40% of snaps, maybe 50% of snaps. And now all of a sudden he's the receiver too. While it takes, you know, a while for OBJ to get caught up in this offense and get his chemistry down, that might take two, four, six weeks even up until that point when he starts to really get comfortable and he can play 80% of the snaps, 90%, 100%. It's going to be the Van Jefferson show. Like this guy is now the receiver too. There's no doubt about that. Odell only has a package of plays, as they say, for Monday Night Football. What does that mean? I'm not entirely sure. I'm guessing that he can't learn the entire playbook, obviously, in four days. So I think the Rams probably gave him a certain package of like 10 plays and said, you know, know exactly what you have to do on these plays. We're going to call four of them, and we want to get you the ball on a couple of them. So know these plays, and then next week we'll install the next package. I think they might be going about it in that type of a direction. And if that's the case, then... We know that he can't play for most of the game because he only knows a package of the plays. So it's going to take some time and potentially a while for Odell to really get caught up here to the point where he can actually play pretty much all the snaps. And while that happens, it's going to be Van Jefferson out there with Cooper Cup 99.9% of the time. And then that wide receiver three spot, as I mentioned in the first segment, Jay Glazer said it's going to be Ben Skoranek who gets some playing time here. So it's interesting to see how this team just went from Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Van Jefferson with Deshaun Jackson mixing in to now Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, and Ben Skoranek with Odell Beckham Jr. mixing in. But this is how the NFL works, man. Injuries happen to every NFL team, and the Rams have been the healthiest team from 2017 all the way up until last season. This season, though, a bit of a different story. They're losing a lot of good players. You're looking at guys like Cam Akers, Robert Woods now. A lot of these different guys, Sebastian Joseph Day, we've talked about them, Jacob Harris, Tutu Atwell. The injuries are piling on for the Rams, but as cornerback Jalen Ramsey said, we believe in ourselves. I think this is the best team in football, essentially, is what he said. We think we can get the job done, and regardless of whether an injury strikes or not, we believe in ourselves, and I'm still going to tell you that same answer later this season. So shout out to Jalen for saying that. You know, this team is a very talented team. They're very good. They're still deep, right? Yeah, the receiver room took a hit, and when you lose four guys at a position, that's what happens. I mean, the depth is going to be kind of eviscerated to the point where there's really not much left, but shout out to the Rams for always being on their P's and Q's and for getting Odell because now, you know, they added Odell in the idea that they were going to have an embarrassment of riches at this position. And just a day or two later, now he's got to be a big factor for this team. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. This week, maybe they don't need him to be a superstar, but in two months, in late December, in January, when the playoffs are here, They need Odell to fill out as much as he possibly can of Robert Woods' role. He needs to be that guy that's going to climb the rank 
to closer to that elite version of himself because the Rams are losing a tremendous talent, tremendous player here. So yes, right now, the Rams don't necessarily need him to be up to speed. Of course, they would love for him to be, but that's really not how football works. This isn't basketball. You can't just grab the ball and shoot. You need to know what 10 guys are doing on 60, 70, 80 snaps. So it's hard enough to try and get familiar with this, but we'll see ultimately where they end up in a few weeks. Now, luckily for the Rams, they have this game against San Fran on Monday Night Football, and then they have a bye week. So Odell, Von Miller, some of these new additions, they can get you know some time here, another extra week to buy themselves to really get caught up with the playbook, get healthy in terms of Von Miller's case, because there's conflicting reports. He's either going to play, he's not going to play. We don't even know. I hear from one source where Sean McVay says, unless there's some sort of a bad uh, type of thing that happens here over the next day or two at practice, and he accidentally re-injures himself, he will play. And then you look at someone like Adam Schefter, who says, yeah, he might not play and he's questionable. So I don't really know what's going to happen with Von Miller, but at least the Rams have a good situation here where if they take care of business against the 49ers, they're going to be sitting at eight and two, which is a great record near the top of the NFC. Hopefully I'm recording this before NFL Sunday, like I said. So hopefully the Cardinals maybe drop this game. It sounds like Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins might not go against the Carolina Panthers. So maybe the Panthers can pull that off and do the Rams a big solid. Of course, it will be hard with a backup quarterback, but the Rams have no pressure right now. Go into this game. Try to take care of business. This is a divisional rival. Somebody you want to beat just because they've had your number in recent years. But not just that. You want to beat these guys to get a divisional win on your record so you can start to climb closer to the Arizona Cardinals there. And, of course, just a win in general. I mean, they still need to make up in that regard. And then you can have a bye week, have a whole week, essentially a mini bye there to get healthy, try and get everyone up to speed. Von Miller maybe not play in this game because they get another week off after this one. So you can essentially give him two and a half weeks to recover instead of just pushing him out there on Monday Night Football. That might make sense. I'm not 100% sure. We'll ultimately see what route they decide to go. But right now, the Rams are in a good position. Odell is now going to be a huge piece for this offense. Unfortunately, Robert Woods out for the season. Van Jefferson now gets to continue his development. And ultimately, we're going to see what Ben Skorani can bring to the table because now this guy, you know, a few weeks ago was just a special teamer, nothing more. He's suddenly going to find his way into the rotation, onto the field with arguably the best offense in football, arguably the MVP of the league in Matthew Stafford. And that is a good way to run up some of those numbers, get some opportunities to make plays in the receiving department. So thank you guys for always making us your first daily listen here at Locked on Rams. You guys for listening. Thank you for listening to another episode here at Locked on Rams. Make sure to go enjoy this game on Monday Night Football. Hopefully, we can have a victory Tuesday to cover. Just a reminder, you guys can always come connect with us on Twitter at QBsMEP, at LockedOnRams, and on YouTube at LockedOnRams. Please subscribe or follow to get our latest episodes, content, breaking news, and a whole lot more.